and we start fucking and it's just like you made a we have a whole watermelon in our stomachs between us and it's just like sloshing around dude we're fucking and it's just like watermelon belly gurgles like My name is Leia. And I'm Lauren. And we're back with another episode of Tiny Mike Sessions. Hey, hey. Welcome back, everyone. Um, we are filming this a day earlier because... What's up, Lauren? Oh, it's something exciting. I'm going to the, like, the most lame part of Florida. She's with my leaving family. town again. I love my family, but they have <laughs> weird taste in like destinations to travel to. Florida? So, well, Come on. It's not Miami, dude. It's St. Augustine. Okay, but it's not Phoenix. My it it my Phoenix I I mm, I hope my parents <laughs> don't watch this but like yeah Phoenix is I would say maybe a little a cut above really it's yeah it's are you fine. on a beach it's fine I think there's a beach there's some kind of sand so that's fine. situation there's water like I guess yeah. that makes it a little bit better than Phoenix and it's but humid huh yeah and there's like a tropical storm going through there right now so oh. hopefully it's not it doesn't like turn into a hurricane oh we'll see what happens (laughs) okay so yeah lauren's gonna be gone for a week and i'm gonna be here with the dogs yet again they're gonna fucking hate you when you get back yeah they they don't like that (laughs) they don't like that so how was your week what what have you been up to dude it's been a good week yeah i've had a good week um something's been in like the air though so i what was it? When I went to meet up with you guys the other night, you, you, Excuse I kind of told you about this a little bit. Well, yeah, I did. Um, so I was pulling out of my, of my apartment to go and meet up with you guys. Mm-hmm. And as I'm at the stop sign, I see my ex's car drive by. Mind you, he lives like five minutes from me. So it's not that out of the realm of possibility to run into him. Um, so I see him drive by and I was like, ah, shit, he definitely saw me. So then I, I roll up to the light and what does he do? He's pulled back like like two cars, <laughs> two cars back to make it known that he saw me and have me pull up next to him. And I pulled up next to him and we it was kind of like nice. It was like a cathartic and kind of a weird little closure thing in a way. We both looked at each other for like a second, yeah. smiled. And when he took his turn, I like made a peace sign out the window. We just like igno- like nod. And then I got a text and I was like, oh, fuck. I knew it. I told I was, you. I was like, no, 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 no. It wasn't oh, him. Oh, exactly. Oh, oh, I, oh. I was like, fuck, please, please do not be him. Please do not be him. Yeah. Because we're, we've had the most toxic relationship and it ended up being the guy from L.A. So I was like, oh, we're good. We're good. We love guy from L.A. I, we like him. We like him. <laughs> He's great. <laughs> like, whoa, Leah. Whoa. Turn down a notch. Whoa. <laughs> uh, yeah. It was a good night. I, yeah, yeah. I, I had a little, I had some anxiety surrounding that situation, but I ultimately. Mean, as anyone was, would. Honestly, if yeah. I ran into my ex, I don't know how the fuck I would. Yeah, I hadn't that. seen him in, in so long. So, yeah. And you know how things are with me in that one. So it, it was, it was very, it felt like we got some closure in a very odd way at yeah. a stoplight. Yeah. But it was good. Yeah. And then last night you went and. Uh, yeah. I'm okay, sorry. Okay. I'm like pushing I you know, to like no, say this story. I went. I don't want to tell the whole story. I was just going to tell a little tidbit of it. So I went out with this girl last night and um, we had some drinks, whatever, hung out. It's like 
nicer establishment and this guy comes up and he's introducing himself very handsome guy he's like oh yeah so handsome so handsome like i play ball blah blah blah, whatever buys us a round of drinks um but he goes to shake my hand give me your hand no give me your hand no i know it's sweaty but give me your hand he goes like this oh no (laughs) it's like the most limp where he barely grasps the tip of your fingers handshake and i called him out on it i was like what the fuck was that and so i grabbed his hand and i was like this is how you give someone a fucking handshake dude don't what are you doing that's that's such a pet peeve of mine is someone that can't just give you a decent handshake you would think a man that plays football Football. you're a foot you're a professional football player you can't (laughs) shake my hand like like a decent human being i don't know i just that bothered what did he say he's like he was like oh okay oh we're doing this okay (laughs) yeah bud (laughs) fucking anyways well while lauren was doing that i was at home um partaking in some medical situation and ate a block of cheese oh that brie dude that looks so fucking i'm so jealous of that that looks so so good hell yeah but i don't i think i prefer cold brie more or warm temperature it depends on the brie i think i think it's yeah i I definitely fucked it up i was like this is like like you know how when melted cheese hardens yeah it's just like there's a window there's a there's a short window that you have to i miss that window yeah yeah uh yeah so i mean other than that i ate a block cheese yeah our weeks are pretty uneventful i went to okay so what day was it a couple days ago I woke up with like this creativity mindset and I wanted, I honestly just wanted to do something other than promo shit and podcast related. And I was like, I need some creative relief or something. So I was going to shoot the botanical, some shit at the botanical garden because it was a beautiful day. And then halfway there, I was like, you know what? I turned around and just went straight to Sedona. Oh, uh, it was so beautiful. And it the, was the so shots good. The shots we got were so great. Thank like you. that video was so pretty. It's like a warm hug, I right? I know. It, like it just made me feel so good. Excuse dude. me. Don't let the dog do that. Hey. Get her out of here. Get her Knock out of Knock it off. <laughs> yeah, it was a good time. And then yeah. I, I, um, I was, I went to Sedona. Whoa. <laughs> Excuse you. I went to Sedona at like one. So I got there around three. And then I literally just like took a, cu- a couple shots. I was in Sedona for probably less than an hour. I've and then that. drove okay, right back. But that's, that's, sometimes you just, you're yeah. like soul. I was trying that, to catch you know? the sunset at Humboldt Mountain. Have you been there? Yeah. Yeah. Dude, that drive is crazy. It's beautiful. Yeah, it's really nice. It. Yeah. Don't go there. If you don't live in Arizona, fuck you. Don't come dirty up my state. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so aggressive. <laughs> I, I, I have a lot of feelings about people that just geotag locations and just like dirty up the state man yeah. and now there there there's like all these fences up on our national parks and yeah. you can't get into them unless you have a reservation and it's bullshit the internet's ruined like mm-hmm. all of our national parks remember that post about this uh chick that carved her oh my God. initials <laughs> what a dumbass dude. <laughs> she laid down next to it I'm like that's that's like that's sacred Car- land. yeah carved her initials into, into sedona the yeah. in sedona it's, like, a, it's illegal yeah it, it is uh, illegal it yeah. should be that place is beautiful yeah. you're just completely fucking it up with your dumbass initials i, I no, no one wants to see your name dude <laughs> get out of here yeah we're not gonna call you out but i'm just saying if you want to know who she was signing those dms i don't know kidding so <laughs> all right uh that's i think that sums up our week it's yeah. uh, it's been pretty it was, uneventful it this uneventful. week you guys 
um so this week we wanted to basically touch base on a more on a topic that's on a deeper level um lauren and i have been we have we know we're funny people but this we want to dial it back a bit with this topic uh we're basically going to touch base on dating and sobriety um her and i have experiences with dating people who are sober yeah basically. been through a program yeah or, yeah and you know we're obviously we're drinking white claws right now we're not sober people no but, uh yeah just go through some of our experiences and our thoughts on the topic and mm-hmm. just kind of take things a little bit more seriously this yeah. episode yeah. yeah so there there is a spectrum that we want to touch base on because with lauren's experiences she's dated people like a few months and i've dated someone with a few months but i've also dated a sober guy that has been this ongoing roller coaster for four years and so there's different perspectives of how that went about and we also want to touch base on you know when it comes to being sober there's alcoholism and drug abuse so we will talk about that too this is basically a trigger warning so if you guys aren't comfortable with this um situation we apologize and yeah just you know <laughs> turn it off if you don't yeah. if, and and we're not trying to we're not calling anything out yes. trying to offend anyone we're just talking about our own personal experiences mm-hmm. you know no hate to anyone that's sober we really care and cared about the people that we're, we're going to be talking about. You know, we're not going to be saying names yeah. or anything, but like in these situations, it, it's all, it all comes from like a place of love and, and, mm-hmm. and a good place. So mm-hmm. yeah. Without further ado. Yeah. Let's, 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 let's get let's into slide it. Slide on into <laughs> it. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I will talk briefly about my experience with it. I have had two exes really who have been in the program who are, hopefully still in the program. Um, one I've dated, I dated for four months and, uh, I have another one that we dated for eight months straight and then on and off for the past four years. It recently ended like a year and a half ago. So I'm not worried about that. Moved on. But, uh, so the first one, which was the four year situation, I met him off Tinder actually. Did I tell you that? think so yeah so. i mean you know it, it's common anymore so and it was when tinder wasn't even that big of a thing and so um it i met him like when i first moved out here so i was 18 years old and yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> um so he had just turned sober so if you are familiar if you have been associated with someone that recently meet has um joined aa that's that's really hard. And I was in his life in a very, very vulnerable time of his journey. And we'll dive more into that later. But my second ex was someone that um, I actually met at work. And he was actually on probation for, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know right. I, I fucked with the wrong people. <laughs> Did, I didn't fuck with the wrong bro. people. It's the wrong time. Uh, time and place. I don't know. I'm not what I'm trying to say with that one. But I met him when he was in a tough spot and yeah we that's basically it um he had he had more of like a drug situation and again we'll dial more into that later but um i want to put a disclaimer for both of these like this relationship these relationships with these guys weren't all bad like we've had so many beautiful moments and there are moments that i'll always cherish there are a lot of lots of love and honestly the sex with both of them were fantastic so I yeah complain. i mean same with all of my experiences <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sex is always really great i don't know if it, it 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 
it has to do with the fact that they're sober because honestly i love sober sex dude i love sober sex I are you love kidding me sober sex morning so sex it's I, i'm not a morning sex kind of person really it's just like the bad breath and i'm just like i'm kind of grumpy in the morning okay the bad breath i'm sorry the night before his dick was in your mouth you're worried about bad breath you know leave me alone let me live i just i i'm saying i don't i don't really like morning sex I don't after we much. fucked the I'll night before it. the next morning my my breath tastes like dick i th- i mean i don't whatever dude okay, anyway. whatever whatever it's fine <laughs> what is your uh what's what's your experience with sober um with sober people, people, I, program I, i'm gonna i'm gonna like trail and i'm gonna get into the heavier ones as i go but yeah i i dated this guy well, I, I mean i'm use the term dated loosely with this one he like we're still friends he's really cool i've hung out with him a handful of times and gone to i went to like a wedding with him and um he never made me feel weird about it he's always been very open about like his experience and why he chose to be sober he was you know just going too hard it was never anything like he didn't do drugs he just didn't like the way that he acted when he when he drank and Mm -hmm. um but he the thing i really liked about him is he never really made me feel guilty or bad is because i feel like sometimes not even the uh, not even the sober person it's it's not even that they in particular are making you feel guilty it's you because you're around that person you're like oh i don't want to make them feel weird so you like assume this guilt on yourself where you're yeah. like i can't i can't do this or i can't do that because i don't want to make them feel uncomfortable mm-hmm. this guy never made me feel that way which That's I, good. I yeah That's i really good. appreciated that and uh I, it was just a good experience like i had never i had I mean, I drink. <laughs> I I I don't have a lot of experience with people that don't drink. So I think it's I think it's really it was a positive influence in my yeah. life. Absolutely, um, no bad things to say about that guy. Really great sex. These saying? guys are yeah. uh, they're really good in bed. I don't know what it is. Every single <laughs> one that I've been with have, have been like top notch. Yeah, no lie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, so yeah, just really driving it home. <laughs> So piggybacking off of what you said, um, I want to basically talk about reasons for the breakups with these individuals in my lives that are in the program. A big thing for me was lifestyle. Like you said, you know, we drink. Like, guys, we, Lord and I take a couple shots before we record. And Just that's, to listen us up. Listen and us up. Yeah. You and know, it's not. It, it, that that's our f- that's our problem we maybe we it's have not a, little, a problem like, it's just like what we prefer and i yeah i like to feel a little bit loose and it, it gets it gets the, <laughs> you know yeah it's the blood it gets flowing the, it gets the creative juices flowing a little bit yeah and um i just feel more at ease i don't yeah. know i just feel comfortable i don't know but the lifestyle was big for me because when i first dated when i did the first guy who the four-year guy we're gonna call him four-year guy when I dated four-year guy, I was freshly 18, just moved to Phoenix, nice. and I couldn't. I like I I had my own apartment, and obviously I couldn't. At 18. Yeah, dude, I was I had my shit together bitch. when I was 18. Um, I couldn't go out, and I didn't really have friends yet, and so he was basically my best friend. He was I was around him all the time, and we did everything together. Um, but as I got older, and uh, you know, and this is after we had breaking broken up the first time. I turn 21, I make more friends, and I'm in, I get a serving job, which you know. Oh, yeah. Shit Once you're is in downhill. the industry, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's shots yeah. every day. It's, you, you, yeah. you finish off at a bar. Like, yeah. 
Yeah. And that became an issue. And uh, with my second one, too, like, that also became an issue. And um, we'll get more into that. But another big thing that happened, a big reason that we broke up was communication. And communica- communication is huge in this kind of situation. Um, I'm sure you could 100% agree. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I, I have a lot to say on the topic of communication. So, this. yeah, lifestyle and communication we'll dive more into communication, but those together was so emotionally turbulent when it came to these situations that I just didn't know how to handle myself. Um, you know, when it comes to communication, I don't know for anyone who is familiar with AA, when you join the program, you are put with a sponsor and this sponsor helps you walks you through the 12 steps of the blue book. And I know a lot about this because I actually joined Al-Anon for my for four-year guy. And Al-Anon is a program that you join when you have a person or loved one in your life that is in the program and you just don't know what the fuck to do. Mm-hmm. And I got to a point where I didn't know what the fuck to do. I didn't know how to handle my emotions. I didn't know um, if what I was doing was too much or offending him. So I had to reach out to a group. If you have someone that is in AA... Uh, they they are put with a sponsor and this sponsor walks them through a 12 12 step program and basically they just talk about their whole life and they uh, there's a lot to it but this sponsor was for your guys like landline yeah and no they they really especially, are especially yeah. especially in the most vulnerable time which is the beginning of his sobriety and which was when we were dating and it was like I thought everything was fucking rainbows and unicorns but it wasn't I remember we would be going to bed and something would be on his mind and he would just I would be like you want to talk like I got you what's up and he would just turn away and pull out his phone and start texting someone and I at that point I thought like he was cheating on me yeah yeah but no he was texting his sponsor and I each time that I would try to bring it up to him was like do you want to talk about this and he'd be like oh you just you wouldn't understand you wouldn't get it you don't know how I feel and that that alone just like breaks my heart that's how communication is so key in this and then that is something we completely lacked and it was one of the big things of why we broke up you had a good situation with i yeah Yeah. um so i this was i guess my more recent i guess you could call it a relationship he called it a relationship (laughs) it it, i guess it was yeah it it was very short-lived unfortunately um but he went through the program and everything and uh we we both met each other at a time where we were both recently out of relationships which of course is just never gonna end well um but i I had a conversation with our friend devin the other day Mm -hmm. that kind of put some things into perspective that i never really thought about Mm -hmm. in, in regards to this situation with this guy um she had mentioned the fact that since he was in the program and the fact that my my communication with this guy was so good like we could be brutally honest with one another about anything and everything and it my feelings wouldn't get hurt i would i i just appreciated the fact that we could be so transparent and and everything was just laid out on the table it was pretty black and white um but she she made the point of the fact that since he was in the program, maybe 
he was equipped with the tools to be a better communicator. Yeah. Which was so interesting. I like yeah. never thought of it that way. And I was like, damn, maybe that's why. Um, and, and yeah, just I, my relationship with that guy is really kind of, ew, I don't want to use the word extraordinary, gross. <laughs> but it really was. Like, I, I had never had a relationship with someone where I was that brutally, openly honest with them. You guys I did have very good communication. We, we really did. Yeah. And I I just had never had that with somebody before. And I think me being a drinker <laughs> and socially whatever, I definitely... And, uh, don't take that the wrong way, guys. Like, we're not like... Ugh, getting Raging fucked up every single no, night like, yeah. no. but we like to have fun like, yeah, for, for sure yeah. for sure and but i think in the past i had relied on alcohol in my past relationships to open dialogue and talk about things and then the next day we'd wake up and not remember what the fuck we'd talk about mm -hmm. you know so it was there was n nothing was getting solved there and I, w with this guy i you know, when you're when you're with someone that's sober, you don't drink as much. And I didn't, which was fine. I it didn't bother me. But we we had more sober dialogue yeah. and it it it. I don't know. Things just ended up being really, really clear. And uh, we ended things semi recently, I guess. We, we just had a really good open conversation about hey you need to do this do it i care about you i want to mm -hmm. see you progress as a human being even though i would absolutely like to progress things further with you i don't want to get in the way of your emotional and just your progress as a mm -hmm. human being and yeah i like i value what i had with that person quite a lot well, he's um, great yeah, yeah and he's great He's a, he's an amazing yeah. person and that was just something that I had never really experienced and uh, I, I just value it a lot and I, I hope that that's something that I can carry into future relationships, whether it be friendships, like actual like lovers relationships where I can be that transparent and honest with people and that's something that I've really learned from being in a relationship with a sober person. Yeah. Yeah. I wish I wish that was my case in the beginning of these relationships, but it really wasn't. There was no transparency at all because I guess, I, like I said, I, I met this guy at like such a vulnerable stage of his journey. And well, did, did he like ju he just had started the program? So when I first met him, he was probably sober only three months. OK. And yeah, it's pretty. Fresh. Yeah. And. If you guys are familiar with sobriety, there's there's gonna be a relapse at some point, or yeah. unless you got fucking willpower and you just can I can I piggyback yeah, on yeah, that real yeah. quick? So the relapse situation, um, basically the reason I me me and the the guy that I had a really good relationship with we ended things was because okay. I had this conversation with him semi recently is once you're an addict, you're an addict, but that could manifest like say you're done with drugs, you're done with alcohol that that could still manifest into other things. A hundred percent. So yep. with him, he and I had this conversation where he's like, yeah, I absolutely am super codependent mm -hmm. and I relied a lot on my relationship with you for validation and comfortability and 
just getting that like fix, you mm-hmm. know, where that's not healthy either. So that's ultimately why we ended things because he acknowledged the fact that like, hey, no, I, I'm I'm exhibiting behavior that I don't I I don't like and I don't agree with and I, I want to fix this. So that's um, good that he realized. Yeah. That, though. Yeah. Um, but yeah, with relapse, you know, you can be sober for one year to 15 years to 30 years there is always going to be a chance that that will happen again Mm -hmm. and i'm gonna i'm gonna kind of segue into guilt with all this that being with these guys that was always in the back of my mind because i was drinking and i i was in the industry like they would pick me up from work and i would Mm -hmm. have already have uh like a couple glasses of wine and i don't like i felt guilty that I always questioned my actions when it being with these being in the relationship with these guys because I felt like I had to justify everything like when my when my ex would pick me up from work and I had a couple glasses of wine I didn't want him to kiss me because I didn't want him to smell alcohol or taste alcohol on my lips yeah and, and that that's the thing too even like kissing someone that yeah. was I remember that always being a thing where I'm like oh they can taste the alcohol is that weird mm-hmm. are they gonna like want a drink or mm-hmm. like i don't want to trigger them but it's yeah. it's very they, it's touchy when we when we would go on dinner dates they will always tell me oh you know have a drink it's fine like they'll always they will always say it's fine yeah. it's not a big deal but i that'll be fine for you but for me like i feel like a piece of shit yeah like, drinking in front of you when you know that it's like maybe you've no, you figured out how to battle that, but I feel like in the back of my mind, that's a trigger. It's of you always, wanting yeah, it's always going to be in the to, back of your mind. Um, yeah. And yeah, so there was that. And like, I would, I would feel guilty about sometimes choosing my friends over hanging out with these guys. And I remember this one time I decided to um, hang out with some friends instead of hanging out with him and we had like such an ugly fight at the gas station he like (laughs) slammed my door and went inside and didn't come back out and i was like okay well my tank's full like are you gonna come out because i was giving him a ride home and he was like no i'm gonna uber home i was like really really because i'm choosing my friends over you and that's the other thing it maybe boils back to why i will never understand when my ex called me, I was like, I'll never understand. I won't. I will never understand what it's like to be in your guys' position. No, no absolutely not. I'm not, not saying I will know yeah. better or anything, but I am here to listen. Even if I don't get it, I want to be, I've always wanted to be someone that they can, like, just turn to to have a conversation with. And yeah, I essentially lost myself of loving this man for your guy because I was always worried about if he was okay with what I'm doing. I, I went to meetings with him. I went to, I, I assisted him all the time going to AA meetings and I would meditate with him in the morning cause that's big for them. And I was always there for him a hundred percent. And in the, in, in the process, I forgot to love myself. And that's when I started going fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. And you devote so much yeah. of your energy to them and their cause that and you kind of, lose it was rough it was rough dating these guys but it, like i said it wasn't always it wasn't all it's bad it's not all bad it's no, not all bad no it's 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 just a tough situation especially being the type of people that we are it's very social we like to go out and we like to drink so it's it's a delicate balance and it's so it's so hard i think the older you get the easier it gets and i i think you were very young to have experienced those very things. very very young yeah like i didn't i didn't experience 
dating sober people until probably the last year and that was like 29 you know yeah. which is kind of wild uh, I mean me I don't know but it yeah that was a lot later in my life than 18 oh yeah, yeah. Like, bro, I was that's 18. that's crazy the people I dated at 18 were fucking degenerates we were just drinking Evan Williams and smoking <laughs> hookah wait what's Evan Williams it's like bootleg Jack Daniels oh okay yeah <laughs> That got very serious. Yeah. But it's okay. This yeah. is good. Yeah. We're multifaceted women. Mm-hmm. We are. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I wanted to like just kind of light, lighten up the mood a little bit. I had a funny story with the first sober guy that I had ever experienced. Okay. <laughs> oh, she's having flashbacks. Give her a I second. am. I am. We, we were just like fuck buddies. This was back when I lived in New York. We were bartenders on like he worked like two blocks from me and like we'd visit each other and flirt and whatever. Um, so (laughs) (laughs) this guy didn't drink obviously. And we decided to hang out one day and we're walking down by the pier and like, he's like, let's get slushies. And like, Oh, this is so cute. I love me a good slushie. Let's get slushies. And we walked down by the pier. It was really nice. And then we were like, (laughs) he was like, I really want a watermelon. (laughs) (laughs) He <laughs> was like, all right, I can buy. I love watermelon. Who doesn't like watermelon? Yeah, let's get a watermelon. And then we, we bought a watermelon at a bodega and uh-huh. we walked the watermelon across the entire Brooklyn Bridge to, <laughs> to his place in Brooklyn, <laughs> just carrying this watermelon home. Was it big? It was, it's a watermelon. Yes, it was a big one. Oh, it, wait, wasn't, it wasn't like the mini ones. It, were was, you? Like, it was like this big. It was, a, it was, a were you big carrying watermelon. it or were you guys he doing was like, carrying okay, it. I was we, gonna say, we were hand in hand. <laughs> we were carrying it like a toddler together. <laughs> it's like, all right. <laughs> So we were carrying this watermelon across the Brooklyn Bridge. He was carrying the fucking watermelon. He was carrying it, but I was tandem. I was there with him. (laughs) Um, So then we get to his place. We split the watermelon in half, and then we just start going to town on this watermelon. (laughs) I eat one half. He eats the other half. (laughs) (laughs) This is so random. I I, I had to lighten it up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I had to throw this in I love it. Okay. Okay. Okay, so we're going to town on this watermelon, and then we're like, we should fuck. (laughs) (laughs) So then, with half a watermelon in my belly and half a watermelon in his belly, we, you know, get to business, and (laughs) we start fucking, and it's just like... We have a whole watermelon in our stomachs between us. And it's just like sloshing around, dude. We're fucking, and it's just like watermelon belly gurgles. Like, it just, I'm going to pee my pants. And, and we get up, you know, we finish or whatever. And then his, his bed is just drenched in sweat. I assume it's because we were so hydrated from the watermelon that we ate. <laughs> It was fun. It, it it holds a very special place in my memory bank. Um, Did you guys hear the sloshing around while you were fucking? He was a really beautiful man. Really. A, a plus. Wait, that didn't answer my question at all. Oh, you weren't even <laughs> listening to I was. I was in the moment. <laughs> I was You're like, oh yeah, his penis was I great. I was back in the watermelon. <laughs> Did you hear like the sloshing around? Yes. You could hear. You, you could, made a watermelon you, slushy. You could, you could hear the watermelon in my belly just... 
that. You could hear that while we were doing it. Holy shit. Yeah, dude. That was a good story. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, good. I, I, I just wanted to lighten the mood a little yeah, bit. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, it was a, that was a fun time. That was a good, that was a good. Uh, okay. That yeah. was good. Yeah. Oh, I'm proud of you. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to be the fucking person. Be like, all right, let's dial it back again. Uh, yeah. Uh, sure. Real quick. I, I want to ask you. Mm. Let me, let me just start with a question. Okay. I wanted to ask you, um, is a guy that's sober a deal breaker for you? I don't, I don't think so. I think in the past, maybe I would have said that. Um, I, it sucks because I like the idea of being able to go out and just let loose with someone that I'm into. And yeah. Kind of just get a little buzz, go home and have some drunk sex. I like that. Like be, be able to just let go a little bit yeah but it, it's not to say that someone that's sober can't enjoy my company when i've had a few drinks and we can go dancing or whatever you know uh but if they're sober it w- there would have to be a lot i, I would ah, there, there's just a lot of things that a lot of boxes that they would have to tick like the relationship that i told you about that i i think fondly of they would it would have to be similar to that. They would need to be very open and communicative. Mm-hmm. And otherwise, it's just not going to work. And I, I don't want I don't want to be with someone that's going to make me feel guilty. That is, yeah, that's a huge thing for we're, me. We're not even just me making myself feel guilty in the situation. Them being like, hey, I think you've had too much to drink. I couldn't handle it. Has that ever happened to you? No, I, it, there's been one time where it it was actually that guy where he was like, oh, you're a little buzzed, aren't you? I don't think it was like a malicious thing or him being like, oh, you're fucked up. Like, uh, you know what I mean? I think it was just like him being silly. Um, but no, no, no one's ever made me feel bad like that. Mm -hmm. If, if anything like that ever happened, I would be like, you're out of here, bud. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't think my exes have ever really made me feel bad about being fucked up, but I have there. So for your guy, I'm just going to be blunt about this. Given in the industry, you partake in some substances and mm-hmm. that's just, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. And there was, this was probably like years ago. There was a night where, and I will never forget this. And it like breaks my heart that I'm even going to say this, but there was a night that I had, a little um substance like left in his car mm. and um i i didn't even think about it till the next day i was like and that i started freaking out i was like hey like i know this is in your car and he he just straight up said yeah i know i did it all oh fuck yeah. and i was when i heard that like my heart like just dropped Oh, fuck. Yeah. And I will never forget that day, that moment that he told me that happened. But that that is something that I hold on to to this day. Like, did I did I fuck that up? Did. And that's why I'm boiling down to the guilt things. Like, I don't. Yeah. It it, one of the reasons I I don't want to surround him with my lifestyle. But I'm not saying like that's my lifestyle now, but I'm just saying like. My dog's biting her fingernails. Oh. <laughs> but the thing is, ultimately, they make the choice. They make the like, choice. Like, yes. Being at uh, the guy that I was dating, his house, his roommate 
drinks and there's alcohol all over their house Mm -hmm. you know you make the choice it's ultimately their decision so that shouldn't fall on you yeah yeah you definitely should not have left anything in his car oh my god look at that if you guys are watching this on youtube you can see pretzels head just move your head that way nestled do you have something to say to the public okay cool okay sorry carry on um yeah but ultimately it is their it is their decision you know you can't you can't feel you can't feel bad about that. I I I get why you do. I really do. That's yeah. That's it's hard. That's y- got to be a hard pill to swallow. Oh, a hundred percent. And the thing was, is like we never really brought it up after that day. That was tough on me, and I felt like I was I played a huge role in that decision. And I know um, it boils down to them making that decision. But it's just hard not to think about but, that. But well, I mean, definitely because yeah. would would they have been presented with that had mm-hmm. you not been there? Probably not. Would he have reached out to someone to be like, "Hey, I I need this in my life right now." Yeah. Maybe he wouldn't have. Yeah. But he still did it. Mm-hmm. It's still that decision still falls on him. So mm-hmm. I I don't know. That's that's uh, a tough one. So going back to my question is like, is a deal breaker deal breaker is sobriety a deal breaker for you for me it's I know how I am and I know I'm not I'm not apologizing for my lifestyle I love my life and I'm I'm very grateful for everything that I do and I'm accomplishing and with that comes that I am partaking in alcohol yeah and given my experience with these guys and I know everyone's not like that it's fine I just feel like I want to surround myself without worrying surround myself with individuals that have a similar lifestyles with me without worrying about in the back of my mind is like yeah what they're gonna think um if maybe some miracle will happen i'll fall in love and marry a sober guy and if that happens fuck yeah i'm into it but as of right now like i don't think that's really up my alley and there's nothing wrong with that everyone has a preference and Mm -hmm. like i said i have nothing i completely support everyone that is in this program but for me personally that's just that's just not up my alley yeah it's it's definitely it's not the most aligned with where i am in my life um, but I, I'm, I wouldn't rule it out entirely. I don't think I wouldn't ba- but entirely only, only rule I, it out. I no. only think based on my experiences, it sounds like you had maybe more traumatic, like intense yeah. experiences and I maybe had a little yeah. bit more positive experiences. Yeah. So I think that makes a difference. Yeah. Oh, 100%. like it, it, it's, it's, it's like a case to case basis. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You have your reservations. I have reservations. Yes. Even, even when I was in like a four year long relationship and we were working out a lot and we were not drinking, but it was together. We did that together. If one of us was drinking and the other one was like, I'm going to be sober and I'm going to work out and I'm not going to do I think that would have caused some. I- oh, well, actually, 100 percent, especially with that person. It would have caused a lot of issues where I think the other person would have been like, oh, well, why are they drinking? La, la, la. Like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> this has been a very deep topic, but I just want to I guess I just want to. Is that all you got? Or? That that's pretty much all I got I, before we yeah. lighten it up. A little yeah, bit. I want to end with this because I did talk about my exes. Now they are in a much better spot now, and they are very happy. They have they're about to pop out children, and I couldn't be happier for them. And given what I have said and my experience with them, at the end of the day, I'm happy. We've moved on from the situation. I'm happy. They're happy. They they're with 
people that they love and I'm glad it worked out for them. And I, I really don't have anything else bad to say about it. So, uh, (laughs) moving on, this is, yeah, moving on. We wanted to, yeah. And and same with me, like anyone that I've had experiences with, they're all amazing people. And I just hope that they are doing amazing. And that, that's really it. Just, we have a lot of love for those people. A lot it's, of love. It, it's not, it's, we don't hold any animosity towards anybody. So and that's what. also, yes. And I want to, I want to try to put things in their perspective too. I, before we go into our next thing, I'm sure it's hard for them, you know, it's but like dating, you can't help who you fall in love with. And if mm. the person you're in love with is drinking, that's, that's a, that's going to be a daily struggle for them. Yeah. For us, we want to get out of this guilt for them. Mm-hmm. They don't want to just have this trigger that'll just flip a switch and have yeah. them take that drink with us. Yeah. So like, I know it's as hard for you guys as it is hard for us. Right. And you will, you know, you'll find someone that you'll balance out with and come to agreement with and how your yeah. lifestyles work. And if that happens, that happens. And fuck yeah, I'm into it. Love is love. And I love that. So. We love love. Yeah, we love love. We love love. Moving on. <laughs> We're going to lighten the mood. Yeah, let's fucking <laughs> Woo, take, that was like, a fuck, lot. let's get into Jesus this, dude. Christ. Fuck that. No, just kidding. No. Like, let's, <laughs> let's, let's ease, ease it up a little bit, you guys. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Explain what we're doing. We're, we're going to get into some would you rather situations. Just, <laughs> we're going we're gonna to end the episode, some, yeah. Just for some giggles, you yeah. know? For some giggles. Because it's tiny mic sessions. we got to spread some shits and giggles. Yeah, that's that's what we're about. We're yeah. about the laughs. We're, we're about the, yeah. the chuckles. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go. So, Am I going first or are you going first? You go first. Okay. Um... Would you rather have sex strictly with the first person you ever had sex with or the last person you ever you had sex with? Like the person you lost your virginity to or the most recent person you fucked? Oh, the mer- most recent person I fucked. Dude, same. I think that's me? across the board. The guy that I lost my virginity to? Oh, God. We'll do another episode about losing our virginities. Yeah, we should. We but should. like... That's a story. His dick was huge. My virginity guy? My virginity guy. Oh. <laughs> His penis was enormous. <laughs> it was terrible. He's such a lovely guy. He like oh married the girl that he was seeing like after me when we were like 18. Good I friend. Can't, I can't say the same for myself. Mine is just like penis. a rough experience. All right. I'll go next. That's the last person I had sex with. That was fun. Ready? Yes. Ready. Would you rather have an orgasm every time you hear all star by smash smash mouth play or every time you have an orgasm all star by smash smash mouth plays why was that a tongue twister Ooh, let me let me marinate on this for a second okay i orgasm and smash mouth plays or smash mouth plays and i orgasm (laughs) yeah like how often do you hear the song? I would, I would honestly Smash Mouth plays and I orgasm. Why is their band name such a tongue twist? Smash Mouth, Smash Mouth, Smash Mouth, Smash Mouth. Um, I would say yeah. Anytime I hear Smash Mouth, orgasm because I think that would mean I would have more orgasms because then I would just have actual sex and orgasm and not have to hear Smash Mouth. Okay, that, right. What yeah. about you? I would. I mean, I don't really hear that song that much, so. Bet, dude. 
You don't hang out with the people I hang out Somebody with. Somebody wants to tell me the world. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I like this one a lot. Would you rather... No. <laughs> would you rather have a vagina on your forehead or have dicks down your back like a stegosaurus? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a pretty easy one. Would too. the vagina have a hole that goes into yeah, my body? Like you could No, like a full-on vulva, like right here. I don't Where know. Is it like? A, is it? Is it a porn forehead. star vagina or is it my vagina? It's whatever you want it to be. Honestly, I'm down for dicks down my spine. <laughs> you, want, you want a stegosaurus like dicks stegosaurus back? Really? I want a vagina on my forehead. You could like so okay. lashes on it. I don't know. If you have a vagina in your forehead, <laughs> that'd not? be like triple penetration. You could just get bangs if you want to cover it. <laughs> like, or you could just get banged. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god when you're when you're getting your forehead vagina banged and you have bangs and you just like pull, pull, <laughs> pull your bangs pull, pull the bangs to the side to get a dig in your forehead vagina oh my god <laughs> that took a lot of thought but it, like, it it's oh welcome to the show <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i love that I'd want a forehead vagina, but you want the dick stegosaurus. No, nah, now that you put it that way, I'd have a forehead I vagina. Think it's, it's a little bit more creative. <laughs> the dicks, what do you do? You just have a bunch of people sit on your back like a fucking. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, giddy up, everybody! <laughs> you just sit on the, you're on the floor on all fours. Then you'll have a stegosaurus <laughs> back of like just bitches. You're or... just on the floor like this <laughs> on all fours, and there's just like. <laughs> There's like six people sitting on your back. <laughs> Get up, everybody! It'd have to be like tiny people. They would, yeah. I'm like, unless I just like they just get person. stretched out. Like, oh my god. <sighs> Anyways. Anyway, my turn. Moving right along. Would you rather only be able to communicate by strumming your dick on people in Morse code, mm. or? A dark clothed guy always following you and yells out everything you think. Oh, um, it's a lot. I don't want anyone yelling out everything I think because my thoughts are woo. So you'd strum your dick on people in Morse code. If I had a dick, dude, game over. (laughs) If I had a penis, the world better watch out. (laughs) Like, Like you'd fuck everyone. I'd probably be in jail. That sounds oh, really bad. Oh, that's sudden. We, we should cut that out. Cut I'm keeping out. it. I'm keeping it. I'd be like a flasher on the subway. <laughs> I've, I've been flashed on the subway before. But yeah, no, I'd probably... But you have to... Str- you actually have to physically touch your dick to strangers. Yeah, strum your dick on these people. I guess my thoughts. I can You have someone up. yell out your thoughts? I don't want that either. Well, you got to pick one gun to your head. I'd strum my dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, dick for sure. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, okay, it's my turn. Okay, would you rather pee dry sand for the rest of your life? Dry sand. Yes. Or poop a hard big brick every year on your birthday. I think this is easy for poop. me. Poop. Yeah, a hard because brick. you have time to prepare. You can prepare your butthole for this. So I feel like you could like dilate. They have like the butthole dilator things. Yeah. That they use for anal. 
Or sniff some poppers. Uh, yeah, sniff some poppers right before you're going to take a, a shit. enema. Exactly. Yeah. You know, you, you can, can prepare. prepare. You have a whole I year mean, to prep. I mean, a brick is pretty fucking big. So, you don't like, know what my butthole can do? You <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Hey. Oh. Okay. That's okay. my last one. Yeah. Would you rather fuck a goat and nobody find out or not fuck a goat but everyone thinks you have and they can't be convinced otherwise <laughs> i would say everyone thinks i fucked a goat and they can't i can't convince them otherwise because i don't give a fuck i i because I, I would know that i didn't fuck a goat because honestly i think it's worse as a female fucking think about it like letting an animal penetrate you <laughs> or penetrating a goat like having a goat penetrate you or penetrating a goat. I feel like it's worse getting penetrated by an animal than penetrating an animal. And I don't want to I don't want to partake in either of those things. <laughs> Let, let's set the record straight. <laughs> like I don't I don't I do not condone bestiality, but I yeah, I fuck it. If you want to believe that I fucked a goat, believe I fucked a goat and it was great. And I I'm I I didn't, so but you can't convince me. I can't convince you, so whatever. So I know you did. Fine, whatever. I know I didn't, so. But I know you did. You think so? All right. Well, <laughs> that's enough for trying to make sense. <laughs> yeah. I guess that sums up our episode for that today. Yeah, I'm that, glad that we go finished fucking. off of that. We 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 finished high on bestiality, so <laughs> I think I think we we left off on a good note. Yeah, we touched on a lot of really good emotional stuff, and yeah. honestly, I want to say thank you to anyone that's been watching and giving us constructive so much, criticism babies. and feedback like it means a lot to us yeah it really does uh we want to thank our good friend river who who has made the intro music for us follow him on instagram river lee wild w-i-l-d-e follow us on tiny mike sessions and my instagram handle is leazel l-l-e-a-z-e-l and i'm la parker and i wanted to give a shout out Bruh, if you can see my eyebrows right now. I'm going to zoom in on this shit. Oh, my God. Obsessed with them. I got my eyebrows laminated by a good friend of mine. Her name is Amanda. Um, she has her own little studio, Waters Aesthetic Lounge. Follow her on Instagram at Waters Aesthetics Lounge. Uh, she's on 30, 32nd Street in Indian School. She is incredible. They it, look like, flawless. And she she does skin treatments, yeah. like microneeding, all, all that good shit. So um, hit her up. She's incredible. Yeah. yeah, we love her. Yeah. Other than that, guys, we'll think that's about it. We'll see you next week. Yeah, we'll see you next yeah. week, you guys. Bye, motherfuckers. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>